This is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, Coffee with Carrie, then make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe, and take a sip of coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. And then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement too. You can also find me at Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. I think, no, I know, you're going to be encouraged. Hi, y'all, and thanks for joining me today. I hope today's podcast really encourages you. And it's not a how to homeschool kind of episode. I plan on buttoning in your business this week. (laughs) Today, I want to encourage moms who are feeling inadequate, who are maybe feeling scared or overwhelmed, or who are feeling unworthy or not up to the task of homeschooling, or who may have had one of those really bad mothering moments lately. As you start a new year of homeschooling, and as some of you begin a new season of motherhood, I want to take a moment to ask you a question. What is holding you back or keeping you from moving forward? I know, it's a pretty heavy question, but let me ask it again. What is holding you back or keeping you from moving forward? Is there something that's holding you back from homeschooling or something that's holding you back in your homeschooling? Or maybe it's something that's holding you back in your relationship with God. It could be something that's keeping you from moving forward in your relationship with a child or maybe with your spouse. It could be something that's holding you back and keeping you from moving forward just in life in general. What is that one stumbling block or that one character flaw or that one temptation or that one diagnosis maybe? What do you think is holding you back? Now, this is a great question to ponder, especially this time of the year as we begin a new school year. It's a time of new beginnings, a time of big changes in our house, and probably a new season of homeschooling for some of you. For me, my instant response to the question, what's holding me back and what always seems to keep me from moving forward? Well, it can be summed up in one word, perfection. Hi, y'all. Let me introduce myself. My name is Carrie, and I'm a recovering perfectionist. I'm here today because I've fallen off the wagon yet again. Y'all, everything for me has to be perfect. The house, the meals I prepare, our family, our homeschool, our lessons, my husband, my kids, me, everything. I have this annoying desire for every task or every activity I do to be done perfectly. It can be from organizing a closet, to planning a birthday party, to even recording a podcast. I expect everything I do and say to be done with precision. I am, or I was, 
a slave to perfection. And sadly, my sinful nature expected others to be perfect too. And because of this, and because of my super high, unrealistic, perfectionist expectations of myself and of others, my life has been ruined at times. And it's even ruined relationships over the years. Now, my old self would say, why bother if I can't do it perfectly? Procrastination is a perfectionist's best tool of deflection. We can't mess up something if we don't even start the project. Now, I say my old self loosely. I still let my perfectionist tendency to rear their ugly head every now and then. Sadly, I have not perfected not being a perfectionist yet. But that hasn't stopped God from butting in and helping me with my imperfections and my perfectionist tendencies. This summer, I did a deep dive into the number of times the Bible says, but God. I do believe, but God are now my favorite two words in the Bible. Y'all, I can't do any of this, but God can. Now, over the summer, I counted, (laughs) yeah, okay, perfectionist, remember, I counted and found the phrase, but God, in the Bible over 45 times. Just when things seemed impossible, or enemies were ganging up on someone, or a man of God was falling from grace, God would butt in. The verse would be interrupted with, but God, or the passage would end with the words, but God. When all seemed lost, we then read the words, but God. Now, don't worry, I won't list off all 45 but God verses I found. But here are a few that I want you to write down. I want you to put them on your bathroom mirror. I want you to highlight them in your Bible, and I want you to memorize them with me. So here goes. Psalm 73, verse 26. My flesh and my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion. Then in Romans 5, 8, it says, But God demonstrated his own love for us in this way. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In Genesis 50, 20, it says, You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of our lives. In Psalm 49, 15, it says, but God will redeem my life from the grave. Deuteronomy 7.8 begins with, But the Lord loved you and wanted to keep the promise that he made to your ancestors. That is why he saved you by his great might and set you free. In Second Chronicles 20.15, it says, Thus says the Lord to you, Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of his great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. And of course, my favorite is Matthew nineteen twenty six. With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So what does this have to do with homeschooling or with being a mom or a wife? Well, let's go back to my first question in the podcast. What is holding you back from homeschooling or what is keeping you from moving forward in your ministry of motherhood? Okay, so I want you to get some post-its and a pen. Right now, I want you to write on several post-its all of the reasons and excuses that you give yourself and to others as to why you can't homeschool 
or that you are not good at homeschooling are all of the reasons that you tell yourself you're not a good mother. I want you to write down your fears about having the sole responsibility of your child's education. Write down the challenges that you're facing this year in your home, in your life, in your marriage with a particular child, and yes, even in your homeschooling. I want you to write them all down. Write each fear, each challenge, each excuse, and write them all on separate post-its. Now, if you want, go ahead and pause the episode so you can write as many post-its as you need to, and then go ahead and turn it back on when you're ready. Okay, now that you've written them all down and you have your list, I want you to get a red marker or a red pen. I want you to write in big, bold, red letters right on top of each post-it on each reason, on each challenge, on each excuse, on each fear, the words, but God. And if you're like me, you're going to be writing a lot, but go ahead and do it. There's a reason for this. Now, a couple of summers ago, I did this during one of my personal quiet times with the Lord. Y'all, I had so many post-its, I had to spread them out on the floor. Remember, I'm a recovering perfectionist, so I tend to have a lot of fears, especially a fear of failure. I don't want to fail my family. I don't want to let my friends down. I don't want to sell my students short. I don't want moms like you who listen to my podcast or come and take time to hear me speak to leave not feeling encouraged. I'll be honest, anything that goes wrong in our home or in our family, I usually feel like it's my fault. I tend to shoulder the burden and always come to the conclusion, it's my fault. Well, anyway, a few summers ago when I did this, I wrote down all of my fears, all of my challenges, and all of my excuses for not wanting to continue homeschooling Joe through high school. I really thought he was going to miss out on things and I was going to mess him up for life. So I wrote them all out on individual post-its. Then, after melting into a pile of tears, it's hormones, ladies. It's always hormones. I read my list of but God verses that I had collected. I read them aloud. I read them and then I inserted my name or my husband's name or Joe's name or Francesca's name or a friend's name or a specific challenge that I was having into the verse so it was personalized and it became a promise just for me. Then, with my big, fat, thick, red Sharpie marker, I wrote in big capital letters, but God, on top of each and every post-it. Now, by the time I was finished, I could no longer see all of my fears and failures and challenges and excuses and reasons. All I could see in front of me on the floor was a sea of but God phrases. It was just the visual reminder I needed to be reminded of God's faithfulness. Jesus, God's Son and our Lord and Savior, while perfect in nature, he was not a perfectionist. Jesus' attention was not on being perfect, but as the author of our faith, he focused on perfecting our faith. Jesus' attention was on meeting the needs of others and building relationships. He didn't see people for what they couldn't do. He saw them for who God created them to become. That's how he sees you and me, and that's how he sees our children. 
Jesus didn't worry if their sandals were dirty when they entered the house. He didn't worry if there wasn't enough food on the hill after he spent the afternoon teaching them. He didn't worry about the storms when they came up and rocked the boat. And he didn't worry about Martha, who was always putting herself on KP duty. He didn't focus on these things because Jesus was more concerned with budding into people's lives. No matter what our circumstances are, no matter what our fears are, no matter what our challenges may be, or no matter what reasons we give for not being able to successfully homeschool our children, we need to remember there is always, always, always a but God. So what's holding you back or keeping you from moving forward this year? Is there an area, whether it's big or small, that you need God to butt into? Is there a place where you need to hear the words, but God? I almost ruined our homeschooling journey because of my perfectionism. But God stepped in and rescued me and my family from my insanity and from Satan's lies. As a daughter and as a sister, I went off the deep end with guilt and shame about past comments and actions I made. But God redeemed my life from the grave and changed my heart. And y'all, I could go on and on with examples. What about you? What can you add to this list? Maybe it's, my marriage is in shambles, but God. Or my child is turning his back on his faith, but God. Or my mom has been diagnosed with cancer, but God. Or my husband lost his job, but God. Or maybe it's, I can't homeschool because I'm not patient enough, or smart enough or flexible enough, but God. Or our lessons each day are filled with chaos, but God. Friends, I'm sure you can add your own statements to this list, but when you do, and whatever you add, just make sure you include the phrase, but God. Yes, I'm still a recovering sinner and a recovering perfectionist, but I rely daily on the Lord's promise that he will butt into my life, butt into my heart, butt into my relationships, and even into my homeschooling. I rely on the Lord's promise to put a comma and a but God where I thought there was a period. So mamas, start your homeschooling year off with a new but God attitude. Give God your fears, your challenges, and your excuses. Lay them all at the feet of Jesus or on the floor in a pile of yellow post-its and then spend the year expecting God to butt in, to butt into your life and to spend the year looking for the but God moments in your homeschooling. Remember, there's always, always, always a but God. Thank you for hanging out with us and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consultant. Don't forget to check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. The book is actually full of a lot of transparencies and but God moments. If you heard something you liked, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week or share it with a friend who desperately needs God to butt in. And if you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. 
Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, our book, and our homeschooling mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, our podcast, and our book, Just Breathe, will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.